This is UNE Football 360, Shannon Schweiger along with Matt Nelson and Kelly Howe. We've been working our way position group by position group in our fall 2023 preview. We're up to the last group right now. The defensive backs, the corners, the safeties, we're probably going to throw in uh, special teams at the end of this as well. We're going to start with Matt Nelson. Matt, take us through the cornerback room. Tell us what you see. Uh, well, C.J. Siegel, I see his name on the list still. So anytime you have his name on uh, as a corner, uh, you know that that half of the field is going to be well covered. Um, uh, it's good to have him back for another year. He did, guy that, you know, he could have hung it up, moved on, and he just, nope, there's still left, still gas in the tank for him. So it's fun to see C.J. Siegel back out there. Um, we talked a little bit about it. Is he going to be returning uh, kicks for us again this week? Well, supposedly, I suppose. Yeah, he'll be the guy he's so good at it. I mean, he was a, you know, he's all-conference he's type he's guy. Worth 20 yards. Yeah, right? so, yeah, I mean. Probably. Yeah. yeah. If he gets hurt, right. I'm going to be the first one yelling. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just telling you that right, right. now. I'm, I'm reserving my spot well, and pitchfork ready to yell. Well, I'd, I'd much rather have him playing <laughs> corner than returning kicks. Oh, that's going to be a fun podcast. If that I don't happens. know how, <laughs> how, many, how many times John Santiago caught the ball and I held my breath and he caught the kickoff. I'm like, I did a <laughs> sign of the cross quick. Just get up. I don't care, you know, return it for a touchdown or don't get hurt. You know, it's one of those things. And yeah, I suppose, you know, he'll be. Uh, he'll another be. side. Who can see our guy. Yeah. Edmund. Right. He's, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, we were looking to him as making a step up last year, beginning of the season. Last year we were coming in. I'm like, Oh boy, this is, I don't know how this season's going to go at corner and our defensive secondary. And, uh, you know, he stepped up. He played pretty well last year. And uh, now is the time where he can really have a big breakout year, I think, at, at corners. So right that right corner year. was, yeah, it was, ooh, that was rough, those first three games. Or three, maybe four games yeah, it was. And, we didn't really have an identity. Out and then that. I think Okanzi, they put him in there. I think it was Missouri State when he started manhandling, oh, God, was that Ty Scott? On the goal line. and. I remember watching it, you know, and get down inside the 10 or whatever. They threw a quick fade, you know, to Ty Scott. He's 6'5". He might even be in NFL camp right now. I can't remember. But good, good player. All-American type player. Okans, he's up in his face pressing him. And I'm watching it, you know, thinking the worst. Kansy gets in, gets into his box, just hands in his face, pushing. They're fighting, rips, swinging arm. I mean, I'm like. This kid's 18 years old. He's right out of high school, and he's just in. Ball goes flying right over top of him. Ty Scott never gets a hand on it. After the play, O'Kansi's in his face. I'm like, oh, don't piss him off. I'm like, you don't <laughs> piss him off. This kid's good. You know, the, Ty Scott's good. Kansi didn't care. He was up in there all game. He was just, and I said it last year, and I'll say it. He didn't know what he didn't know. He wasn't going to bite on or do this because he didn't. he'd never seen these routes before. So he's just going to react, just play football. They could have probably could have got him on some double move or something they like that, but they didn't. And so he's just all over him. <laughs> like, and he's Deion Sanders out there, you know, and it worked. It worked. Yeah. And and that's when I kind of became an Okanzi guy. I'm like, I like this. Got an attitude. He doesn't care. He doesn't know what he doesn't know. And he doesn't care really either out there. So he's just going <laughs> to be physical, getting guys' faces, play, you know. Yeah. And I think he, his play 
at that right corner opposite Siegel was a difference in the season as we went on. Because let's, you know, I still say Nebraska. If Evan Holmes at right corner, we win that game. They figured it out. Nebraska figured it out as the game went on. They, knew they started to throw, to throw yep. you know, and because right. they knew where our, our new guys were, and they hit us on a couple there that wouldn't have happened. And um, yeah, it, between Siegel and Okanzi, I'm good. Yep. You know, I'm good there. And Devin Hembry is backing up Okanzi. He's the junior college transfer. He got thrown to the Wolves last year. I don't even blame it on him. I mean, he got beat in Northern Iowa and Adam a few times. Um, He's new. I mean, this is not this is not Oklahoma Junior College, you know. So teams started going at him, but he give him credit. He came back. He's back here, and I'm hearing good things about him. Stayed with the program. Got a full year working out now in junior college. To an FCS program like UND is a hell of a job. It is. Well, weight room, food, classes, meetings. Right. You know. So corner at Clayton Bishop. Backing up Siegel on the other side, he was a freshman last year. He got thrown to the Wolves, too. I mean, I don't blame anything. All Every freshman who gets thrown in as a corner is going to get beat. And he got beat. And that's fine. Whatever. Come back the next year. So, you know, a guy who was hurt right now but is going to be the number one backup, who we haven't talked about, Antonio Bluett. 6'2", corner, big kid. And I, Lanky. you're going to get my speech about moving him to safety soon. So I'm going to save it, but he can play corner. So he, he's going to play corner for them. He hurt his hand in camp. Bad deal is, you know, one of those deals, but you know, when, whenever you hurt a hand, that's my guess is you're talking, you're talking four to six weeks. So, you know, the season, you heard it a week or so ago, he might miss Drake, you know, or something, but then he could be back. So I'm not as worried, but Bluett's a guy. Well, keep your eyes on him, folks. He's going to be he's going to be a good corner or safety if they end up moving just because of his sheer size. Jamal Dixon, guy from Moorhead, another spud. Another spud. Yep. He's uh, he's another one. Same size as Bluett, kind of 6'2", you know, 6'1", 6'2", big corner. He will be a special teams guy. Jamal, they're going to, he'll be a travel special teams guy. Shouldn't need him at corner, I wouldn't think. You know, just some guys, you know, once again, you don't need to throw these guys to the wolves at corner. It's just, oh, it's a confidence killer. And it just is for a year, you know? Right. Well, who is it? Uh, Caleb Nelson. Uh, you all conference now, the big sky. Yep. Came into his own with us as a oh, sophomore, I suppose. His true freshman year. Schmitty played him because we didn't have anyone. Right. And he was getting beat, laughed, beat, right? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, this kid's not ready, you know, blah, blah, blah. Next year, played, played again, started to look better. All right. We got something here. That sophomore year, he was good. He was splitting time. We had we had, we had a deep, well, he would have been at CJ, I suppose. But we had deep corner room, and uh, he, was, he was pretty good. So it takes time. You know, if you're going to put corners out on an island when they're 19 years old, you can't expect much. But when they're 20, 21, it starts to come into play because they already got the, they already got it out of their system, you right. know? So, yeah, no, I don't know, Matt. Um, without moving to safeties at what do you, corners, we, we win with these guys. We like what we see. Yeah. I give it an A. Yeah. I like, I like what we see too. I think CJ coming back for a sixth year was big. He could have gone a little, he could have gone FBS too. I got my sources. Let's say there was, there were some chances if he wanted to leave. You know, it just, it, but mutual, just, Hey, you've done everything you can do for us for five years, CJ. Right. If you get a chance to go play FBS at a big school and they want you to come play, my God, here, 
I'll drive you type of thing. You did everything you can for us. So you already graduated. You've been a great representative, but he wanted to stay. I mean, that's Hats off to unbelievable. Him. Yeah. Know, testament to him and our program. Yep. So, you know, so that's, uh, that was big, big for the program, big for the locker room. You know, it's always nice. You know, you see those guys walking around. They've been there for a while. So yeah, I'm good with corners. Let's move to safeties. Safety play last year. Matt, I spoke of it quite often. I didn't like it. I didn't think they made enough plays. It was kind of like the outside backer. I want to see. God, I don't want to start up again. I want to see plays. I want to see big plays. I don't care about tackles. I don't care. I hate tackle. Everybody can tackle. Anybody can make tackles. I want to see big plays. Big, just well, game-breaking plays once every two games or something. You just blow something open with a pick six. You know, that type of thing. If, you're, if just, your safety's making a tackle, there's something else going on. Well, yeah, we don't want a lot of yeah, that we don't, either. We don't want our Unless safety. Unless you're Cole Reyes. <laughs> Cole Reyes is the say, only one where I'm good with it. We used, we used to bring Cole Reyes up pretty close to the line of scrimmage sometimes. So. <laughs> no, but um, I'm better this year. I'm in a better spot. I think they're um, Sammy Fort's back. He blew out his knee the first game of the you know first game of the year against Nebraska. He was our starting safety, and we we're thin. Caden Coppinen runs the show. I like what I'm seeing from Caden. He looks he's ripped up. He's ripped. Oh, jeez, he's huge. I don't know if he lost weight or if he just moved yeah. it around, but he looks like sleeker, stronger, faster. I don't know, just you know, a little different. I like it because that he's fast. Let's simplify it. It's that Let's North get... Dakota beef that we're feeding. Yeah, there. <laughs> that sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> Jeez, those guys are eating that every day. Like what? You know, where was that? We were going over and crushing burger time after <laughs> practice every night. You know, jeez, <laughs> God, not that North Dakota. Beef. Yeah, but uh, Coppinen, Sammy Fort, Malachi Buckner. Hearing good things about him too. The the Big South transfer. Last year, I think, was a bit of a change for him. You get in the Missouri Valley. This is in the Big South. All right. This is a little different, a little more organized, a little bigger, bigger guys, faster guys, stronger guys, you know, better programs. He's now had a full, well, geez, a full year and a half, I suppose it would be, or almost two years in the system. I'm expecting expecting a jump from Malachi Buckner, Sammy Fort, those two battle at all. Caden Coppin will be your starter at Flyer. Then after that, I don't know. We got a battle. Battle for backups. Ethan Ball, Cole Davis, Jet Sutton. All similar, similar type players, I would say. You know, I think they're all, I've heard good things about all of them, actually. You know, and they you don't hear a lot of good things unless it's true. From what, you know, it, people don't lie. So these, those three, I think have been well, pretty good. Well, they do, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell me. <laughs> but no, it's uh. It's it's good good backups there, young, you know, inexperienced. Ethan Ball played some last year. So he should take that next step because he already got it out of his system. He's seen the teams, he's seen the venues, you've seen the athlete you're gonna go against. That's what I like about getting these guys in the game. Cole Davis, he was the uh punt block, punt block, punt yeah. block guy, won the game at Youngstown essentially. Yeah. I mean, that was it. That was the difference. So I'm I'm uh, a little more bullish. On this group this season, um, I was worried last year, and I was worried quite weekly. I just didn't wasn't seeing the plays. I just wanted plays. I wanted big plays, you know, type of thing. And I think this group will be better. I'm hoping Joel works with them a little bit, get some get some playing. What's faster? Should we say it? Well, a little less uh, like we talked about the outsides. Well, I, all right. 
to your point, that's why it's a team defense, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to get better production, I feel, about, out of our defensive front, uh, which hurries up the quarterback a little bit to make bad decisions, which yep. gives our rover and flyer a little bit more opportunity, right? So, Correct. So if we can get into the face of the quarterback a little bit more, make him a little hot on his feet, you know, that's going to open up Caden for a pick six or Malachi for a pick six. You know, it was opening his eyes to his freshman, Tyler Erkman, out of a Illinois kid, I believe, right? Erkman, yeah, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 6'1", 195. He was that athletic, smooth safety look. He was giving me that on tape. You know, just the natural safety, smooth, that type of guy. I think uh, that's a guy to watch, Herkman. He's not going to play. He's not going to play this year, but he, he's he's one who could be the next good safety in this group. So as a whole, Matt, let's uh, put a button on this thing. Um, DBs, corners, we like what we have. Mm-hmm. I think we want to win games with that group. Safeties, improved from 2022, safe to say? Yeah. Hundred percent. I think so. I think it's an improved group too. Sammy, Sammy, stay healthy. If they stay healthy, the depth is there. They can rotate him in, rotate him. Don't need to kill Caden. Caden played a ton of reps. I mean, I'm sure he was getting tired every game, so they wouldn't need that this year as much. Give him a little break in certain situations, but uh, yeah, the defense as a whole. I mean, we're we're finishing up here, finishing up the preview. I'm I'm going with an improved unit. They have to be. I mean, they gave up 30 points a game last year, I and mean, that just can't happen. That was. Um, I think they're going to make some changes. Tom Dosh coming on will help. Bubba's just not. You know, Bubba knows the defense. He's the one who built it with Dale Lennon, but he's not as hands on anymore. So having Dosh in that room every single day will be a big difference maker. I think. That is a big change. Uh, that wraps up our position players. Now we're going to get to the best athletes on the team, the specialists, the special teams. Uh, I'm yeah. going to start with you, Matt. Um, actually, Kelly, there again, I'm off script. I'm off script again. Uh, we're going to go with Kelly. Kelly, give us your impression of the battles in the special team room this summer. I think that kicker, I mean, it's it's tough to say, but from everything I've read and gleaned is kickers, you know, Brady Stevens has got the lead. Did you obviously, see, did but you see his vertical? You guys laugh yeah, when I say kickers 38 are the or best. Somewhere. It's like 38, 40, something like yeah. that. Kickers are the best yeah. athletes on the I team. I told you, send them off the bus first. <laughs> exactly said, those right. are the guys, right? You want to strike some now, fear into well, people? At least we don't have to worry about Kelly calling for a fake punt. Yeah. Year anymore because we lost our man uh, to graduation. Well, where was it? We have the fastest punter in the country. <laughs> we didn't do it yeah. once, did we? Once. No. Um, once at Weber, Weber State. Two yeah, years but last ago. year, nothing. Last year, we didn't. No. But it, it's because you took the element of surprise out. You yeah. mentioned it every podcast. <laughs> every course, 11 weeks well, in a row. Opposing coaches <laughs> always listen to UND football right. from 60 to game plan. Right. So they took it away from us. Yeah, I won't be calling for that anymore. Unless I hear that our punter's fast. Watch, us, watch him. Then I'm back. I'm watch back him, again. Watch <laughs> him call it five times this year. Yeah. Man. Yeah. No. Now, Slow guy. Now that you're the guy that duck waddles out uh, there. Yeah. Trying to, to get it. I don't, now then I'm really going to be fired up if they do it then and then they don't get it. But yeah, Brady Stevens, he should be the, he should be the kicker. He, he had a solid year last year. He was improved. Proof kicker. Kickoffs weren't as deep last year, if I recall correctly. 
I don't know. They were splitting time. I think a kick. I get messed up. God, we shouldn't even be talking. I don't understand their world. Kickers and Shannon, that's your world. I don't get it. It's, it's well, well, we we they, we perform. They skip half put practice. In the end zone. They show up at the end. No, no, they're we, in watching TV for yeah, half they, practice. We watching Oprah. Our specialty is performing in short firsts because if we were expected to keep that intensity for a whole day, yeah, I mean, you just can't keep that intensity. Up. You yeah. just can't keep that. But I think Landon Dock and the freshman from South, he's pushing him a little bit. Yep. He'll be around. I think Brady Stevens be the kicker. But uh, punter, now we're done. I'm seeing Silvernail and Klastinski. I think they're battling it out. I don't know if a starter's been named. I don't think to this point. Silvernail's a redshirt freshman. Klastinski's a freshman. With that offensive line, why do we need to punt? Yeah. Wow. Right? It's the other thing. There's yeah. some rose-colored glasses. Yeah, so. there we go. We're just we're just not going to punt, we, but we just don't do that. Oh, here. and then uh, the other one. Sorry, uh, CJ Elrex. Now Elrex, he was the kicker out of Kansas. He does both. So I don't. We'd have to pretty much get Sean Costich on here to break this thing down because a bunch of these guys do both. Some are freshmen. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe Sean Costich is, knows who's going to start. But I think you got to wait till the first game. Is <laughs> he coach, was going to be kicking it. Is Coach Kleiman still stealing our? Kickers, yeah, like he had been. Didn't we have a kicker sign? God, it was at Rosemount. Yeah, Rosemount, Minnesota kid. Coach Kleiman came in. Yeah, came and took him at the end. He'd have been that kid. Damn it! But he wants to win the dang day without (laughs) kicking. Yeah, Elric. So he's he's a good kicker. I've heard good things about him too. So I would like to tell people information on our special teams right now. But all I know is Newberger's back. David Newberger at long long snapper. snapper We never talk about. Nope, four years. He'll be the. Three more years, he will be the long snapper, folks. I guarantee it because UND only works in four-year rotations for their long snappers. Yes, and Jacob Holden, Hilarious. the new coach at Minot oh. North, four years we never talked about. It. Nope, because every snap was every good. And last year, every snap was fine. There was nothing in the – the other thing I noticed, too, the um, punt snaps had some nice velocity on So – that's one where a freshman gets in there. You can kind of see the thing drop a little bit at the end. You know, teams will pick up on that. They'll clock it and right. see how long it's taking, you know. And he had some nice snap on those. If I remember, there was, it got back there quick enough to where teams weren't rushing. They're more setting up a return for the most part. So that's as soon as you do that, it's over. They watch that on tape, clock it up. Time no, it, yeah. it's out. <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, he'll be, he'll be the long snapper. Um, but yeah, I I would like to see better punting, like higher, more. Cade Peterson was inconsistent, I guess, as far as what we wanted for like the uh, height and uh, yeah, sometimes he, he'd he dropped hang a lot. Up. He dropped a lot. Um, then he'd hit him low and he, you know bangers, and it was just kind of a lot inside. You know the ten, and but that he was his specialty. Yeah, that was his specialty. Checking him up, yeah. um, but on, on the long punts yep. the height you know th- there were some line shots there's nothing worse than a line drive punt uh, because obviously that's hard yeah come. he became a master checking those up inside the five didn't he oh god he was unbelievable so yeah that that really helped out the defense too i mean they still gave up some points but the punter the punter who was it years ago i go back to mitch mindell that year it was it wasn't 16 i think was he the punter when they had their good year he, I think when they had their good defense, so. he was drilling those year. things on of like a 47-yard yeah. average, driving teams back. Well, now your defense is the your defense is starting with 85 yards behind them all the time. 
Well, that makes a difference rather than it's this at a 70 yards, you know, or something like that. That's one or two first downs. Yeah. And it's huge. And it was a, I know it was a big difference in that season. It really helped the defense out. So we'll be watching punter. That's definitely something. Um, Kicker. I'm a little more confident punter. I want to see, I want to see who emerges. Well, that's going to wrap up our position group preview. I'm going to get each of our uh, football experts, a final thought on the 2023 Fighting Hawks. We're going to start with Matt. Matt, give us your impression of this Fighting Hawks team. Uh, overall, I think we're sitting at that A minus A average here between all the position groups. I, we have a lot of experience. We have depth, um, defense, offense. Uh, we have senior leadership. We talked a little bit about one, one of the sessions that uh, the locker room gets together and they get along well. So when you have a good team chemistry going on, when everybody likes each other, you don't have the asshole in the locker room throwing gas on the fire. Yep. Uh, you, you have bitching, complaining, dragging people down. You don't have that. Being a bully, whatever, whatever it is, you don't have that guy. You've already increased your chances of winning. That take and not only that, but it wastes coaches' time dealing with that shit. So I think. All in all, we have the locker room. We have the ingredients on the field. We have the senior leadership. We have all of those things that were big question marks going into last season. We had a, a successful season last year, shoring some of that up coming into this year with some of the guys that we returned. I'm liking I'm liking us um, as a team. Hell, I I predicted in my post, you can go see it at undfootball360.com. I predict the season post. I went eight and three. And typically I'll go eight, seven and four, you know, because that's what it seems like they're always seven and four or six and five. So I, that's just the way the schedule plays out. Oh, well, this year I went eight and three. And that, you know, it's, I didn't go real crazy with any predictions. I got them beating NDSU. I think they can do it this year. Um, Northern Iowa is going to be a tough game down there because it's the week after NDSU. Hangover. Big time hangover. Um, South Dakota State on the road. Uh, that's just is what it is. I don't have to explain that one to anybody. And Boise on the road. Well, I don't have to explain that to anybody. So there's your four tough games. Seven more you can win. I think they're favored in the other seven. So eight and three, not unbelievable. Um Seven, seven and four is also on the table. If we yeah. look at the traditional game that we, um, I don't know, lose that we're not supposed can't, to. Can't have the hiccup. But we can't have the hiccup. But they didn't do it last year. They didn't they have do a hiccup that last year. See, so, no. that's where I wrote in there. They seemed like they took the step. You know where I was worried about? At Indiana State. I was, uh, I was out deer hunting, I think. I Terrible reception in Harvey. Couldn't get... Couldn't get the game on my phone or Jack was coming in and out of the radio. So I'm kind of trying to avoid walking because I hate walking anyway. And so I'm sitting in the car. I told them all. Post. You, okay. Well, I, uh, I post. Got to have someone to post. I'll, I'll watch my car again. I gotcha. I'm really good at posting. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. um, but I, I was like, yeah, I'll post on this one. And then I started, I moved a truck around to where I picked up the game and UND was already up. Oh gosh. Decent amount. Then I started listening and it was just a methodical ass kicking. That's when I started to f- believe. I'm like, all right, right this right. team's turning the corner. You went on the road against the terrible football team, 
but in a weird place, in Indiana right. State. You know, I mean, just weird. You've never been there before. You have three you know? fans in the state in the stadium. Yep. Windy, I believe. Uh, Dave was super. Oh, yeah. Was that the yeah. windy one? Super windy. Yeah, I yep. think it was. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. weird like, 30, like that. Forty miles an hour. Yeah. And UND went there and ran all over them because it was windy, and they're mixing in some play action, and they were just having fun out there. You look at the. I went and watched the replay that night, and team was having a blast the weather was terrible and they were out there for each other that's when i knew okay they didn't drop their hiccup they didn't have it last year they didn't have one so i'm not seeing it i don't know yeah. i don't think i don't think i, there'll I be agree a hiccup with you i'm year. just hoping that yeah yeah like, no i got we you slayed that demon last year yep let's slay a few more this year seven and four needs to be the basement that needs to be yep you know and, and there's there's enough talent for that so i like i like what i'm seeing i just want to watch the defense Let's see Joel Schwenzfire's defense. See what he does. What wrinkle he puts puts on it. How much pressure they bring. If they're, whether they're going to be more of a base defense or pressure defense, we don't know. But the offense is talented. Oh my god, it it's talented and it better. They're getting a lot of hype. They better live up to it. Now that's the other thing, right? I mean, this I've seen this movie before. You come in all hyped up, and all of a sudden the other team kicks the crap out of you a couple of times. You wonder what happened. You know, well. Uh, they figured something out in the off season, and you thought you were better than you were. So we don't need that happening either. Well, we're going to answer a lot of questions mm. Saturday, September second. Drake in town, take on the Fighting Hawks. Uh, two games, two home games in a row next week. Northern Arizona comes in on September ninth, then out to uh, Boise for Boise State on the sixteenth. Um, this has been fun, guys. Um, this was a marathon session. Um, we recorded this all at one time. Uh, Kelly doesn't like to walk, so we let him sit um, through this whole session. He just right. admitted he doesn't like to walk. And uh, we uh, we went through eight position groups, um, this being the last of it. This is our summer wrap-up. Next time you hear us um, will be media day. Um, we'll get some audio from some Fighting Hawks players. Then it's going to be our regular Wednesday pregame, which we release on Thursday all the time. Is that confusing enough for you, Matt? Our Wednesday pregame we release on Thursday. Uh, but uh, we'll be having we'll our first... We'll put it out Wednesday night now. Yeah, we can we'll put do it that out. Wednesday, Wednesday? We can put it out for Wednesday the people. Night. Yeah. We're here for the people. We're here That's for the right. people. They want, right. it. they want it Wednesday night. We can do that. All right. um, but uh, Matt, always fun uh, working with you. Um, like glad this. to see you got through your uh, accident, which could have been... Uh, devastating. Glad you had your truck. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Matt got uh, rear-ended on Highway 10. Driver probably going 50 miles per hour. Uh, you were at a stop. Well, he was, he was at, 50, on though, Highway right? 10, yeah. but he had the cruise control on, so yeah. he was probably going 60. Destroyed your before. truck. Yeah. You're lucky you were in, in your truck. Um, then you got out of Hawaii, uh, you know, devastating fires. You guys were on Hawaii um, rather than Maui this year. But anyway, right. you had a couple of uh, close calls uh, with that, but uh, glad to see you're back for year two with the podcast. Kelly, always a pleasure um, working with you. Um, thanks for all you do in the off season. I know your blog posts, undfootball360.com. Um, guys, we're looking to break records this year. Tell people to listen into our podcasts. I know what the record is. I haven't even shared with these two, but uh, we set a record last year in Nebraska week for uh, unique visitors and listens. Uh, we are hoping to bust through that this year. Always a pleasure working with you two. Yep. For Matt Nelson and Kelly Howe, this is Shannon Schweigert. Uh, be sure to listen in all season long 
to UND Football 360. Go Hawks!